Hello, sports fans. Welcome to College Football Preview 2023. I am Tom Doherty. I am here to be able to talk some sports. I've taken off my regular radio show hat to put on the sports hat. I love sports. I follow sports. And hopefully I have a little bit of knowledge about sports, but not as much as my friend, Dr. Eric Hoydel, who is with me today. He's a dentist at Paramount Family Dental, and he is also works in uh, the sports world in the sense of in fact, I'm going to let him explain it. Eric, welcome. Thank you. And what is it you do in the sports world? Well, Tom, um, I played four sports in high school growing up. And once I determined that I wouldn't be moving forward past high school in my sports and athletic career, I was fascinated by the book and movie Moneyball. And so I got into the mathematics side of sports and how math can help us explain things in sports. That's it. That's what I wanted to hear. And so we're going to hear some systematic things today yeah. as we talk. And and we're going to talk about Boise State a lot because that is our local team. In fact, uh, Dr. Hoydle is wearing a uh, Boise State shirt right this moment where I'm not. But uh, we're going to talk also about the top 10 and talk about some teams that we might expect to do something. And then I'm going to tell you, I've getting some information today out of Lindy's uh, sports magazine also. That's not usually the sports magazine I go to. I usually go to Avalon, but I went to Lindy's, and they have a different top 10. So, Eric, uh, I asked you to come up with your top 10 for the year, and I'm going to give them my top 10, then we'll give them Lindy's top 10. We'll see who is the closest. Okay, fair enough. So my top 10 and my whole college football team ratings. I rate them from one to 133 teams this year. And my preseason team ratings are based on win totals, strength of schedule, and uh, turnovers from the previous year. So my top 10 is number one, I have Georgia, number two, Alabama, uh, three, Michigan, four, Ohio State, five, LSU, six, Tennessee, seven, Texas, Eight Oklahoma, nine Penn State, and ten USC. Oh, we're not too far off. I mean, really, that's uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. And we both consensus Georgia. I mean, I'm I'm looking at Georgia, and I just I just can't see him hardly not being there. But uh, one loss, you know, can certainly yeah. knock him out. But I got Georgia, I'm Michigan, Ohio State. Tennessee. I think Tennessee's going to be great. Number four, I have Texas number five. So I was surprised you had both those in there also. Then I have Alabama down to six and USC seven, LSU eight. And I brought Notre Dame nine and Penn State 10. And so the uh, Lindy Sports Magazine, they have Georgia one, Michigan two, Ohio State three. We just, matter of fact, had those the same I did. Then they have Alabama four. LSU 5, Florida State 6, and Washington Huskies 7, and Penn State 8, Texas 9, and USC 10. So, you know, we got a little bit of variation there, but certainly all three of us uh, go with Georgia uh, on the top of the list, and and all of us have Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, LSU, and uh, Texas and I think USC all in the yeah. top 10. So so the question I have for you, uh, dealing with this and your analysis, uh, looking at some things, where do you got Boise State? I currently have Boise State as uh, 50th right now in my team ratings, preseason team ratings. 50th. I certainly hope you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, okay. And where do you have the Huskies? I have the Washington Huskies 
at number 12. Number 12. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably a formidable thing. Now, what happens, uh, Eric, if Boise State upsets Washington? I mean, it. I think it's a very, very not likely possibility, but what happens if that happens? Does that propel Boise State to the top 25 right off the shoots? Because they're number 31, I think, in AP. Yeah, it definitely could, especially it being a road victory. Yeah, yeah. so it's uh, it's going to be tough. And then we've got every year, you know, we get the final four, and, and I, so I'm pretty certain you probably have George in the final four since you have him winning yes. them all. Yeah. You know, I just, I just kind of have this weird, sneaky feeling about Texas and Tennessee. Both of them, to me, are intriguing in the looks this year, and I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with that. But so here's the other question. So I, I, I didn't ask you this prior, but so if you have a long shot, and not a long shot, but somebody that is your wild card to win the national championship, other than Georgia, who would it be? I would probably say Ohio State. Ohio State. I just think that they're pretty hungry. They lost to Michigan at home last year, and I think that they're hungry to get back and prove doubters wrong. Well, in Michigan, everybody's everybody's thinking they're going to be just as good or better than ever. So I, yeah. that's going to be a tough, tough game. Well, my my long shot, I have Texas as just a law. You know, it, I just like I said, I've heard so much about them, but it's probably all hype like always, and so I probably listen too much versus study, and, and I need to do some of your analysis. Well, let's uh, let's talk. We Boise State opens the season Labor Day weekend against the Huskies at Washington. Mm-hmm. And last I saw, you can correct me, they were fifteen point underdogs. Is that anywhere near where they're at now? Or yeah, that's that's pretty close. Pretty yeah. close. And mm-hmm. so they're you know two touchdown plus underdogs, and I think it's because they think Washington is so powerful offensively. Yeah, and uh, and I hear people talking about a high scoring game. What are you thinking? Um, usually in the first games of the season, uh, they aren't offensive battles, especially with two powerful teams. Uh, defense mainly takes control until the offense gets rolling as the season goes on. So I think it could be a little bit of a lower scoring game just from that aspect. Well, that'd be interesting. If that is. I mean, I, I was able. I've been able to watch two of the practices this year uh-huh. uh, because my my friend is on the whatever group that is that they let pra- watch practice and she can bring a, a, um, so a guest and her spouse passed away. In fact, you know, my friend joy. And, and, uh, so I go, I've gone with her and have watched. It's been interesting. The problem is when you're watching that, you're watching Boise state's first team versus Boise state's first team defense. Yeah. You know, a lot of times. And so you're not seeing a lot. Only thing I can tell you from what I've seen is Taylor green is smooth. I mean, he is just, Smooth, and when he gets out there, he just runs like a gazelle. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting. Now you tie in with him. You've got Genty and Halani, who are both almost equal. They're just tremendous. Yeah, uh, amazing people. And uh, then you've got the backup quarterbacks. I'm really impressed. In fact, we had one of them, TJ uh, CJ Tiller, came to our church and shared a testimony with our men. Tremendous testimony. Man, loves the Lord uh, deeply. He, if you ever have a chance to talk to him, he is a deep guy. And then you've got uh, Matt, uh, Maddox, and uh, and he's a gunslinger too. And so their battle is for the second and third, but they're both, man, they're close. 
And I've talked to somebody that's in the organization that really is, I think Tiller down the line could be a very big player, but uh, very impressive. Even their fourth and fifth guys. I mean, they their quarterbacks are pretty deep. So I guess we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But they're in. They're, of course, where they lost Caples, our leading receiver, he's out. And, and of course, my good friend and kid that goes to our church, Austin Bolt, man, we were planning on him uh, playing and having a great year. And he said in practice when he was playing, he's the only one that – B.J. Rain said he's the only one that never didn't drop a pass. And he's faster than fastest guy on the team. He's just faster than lightning. In fact, we had a guy, one of the defensive backs, popped into church a few weeks ago, a kid, a transfer out of uh, – Where'd he come from? He came from a big school and uh, came over to Boise State as a transfer and uh, senior transfer. Oh, Wisconsin. He came from Wisconsin. And I said, well, what do you you think of Austin? He said, he is so fast. And he doesn't look it because he's almost 6'4", and and now he's 218 pounds. uh, And he has hands of glue, but he's still dealing with that leg. He had surgery on last year, and, and it swelled a little bit last week. And so they've taken him back off the playlist and so we're hoping and praying that he gets back but i i think he could be a surprise because uh i mean i watched almost every game of his in high school and i've never seen a greater high school player ever yeah. and so well i will see but maybe it's unprejudiced because i've known him <laughs> uh i know his parents before he was born so you know it's uh one of those things but it's going to be interesting uh, to see how that i think you're going to see a lot of mixture what do you think about that pass and run boise state yeah i think they're going to try to mix it up a lot they were really strong last year on the ground, of course, with Taylor Green's ability to run and then the one-two punch with Halani and Genty. But I do think that they have some emerging receivers out there. They've they've got a lot of hope and promise for Eric McAllister yeah. some time later as the season wore on. Yeah, he played pretty well. He uh, and then when they got that new six five kid, I watched him in practice, and he's he's long and lanky. He missed a couple passes that day I watched, but he's uh, he uh, he looks like he's going to be a player. And so yeah, I think they got some plenty of receivers, but they've had several hurt. One of them I can't. He's number eighty four. I can't remember his name. He's gone out with a knee injury. And one of the practices looked like he might be done with the ACL. Mm. But anyway, we'll see what happens with that. Well, let's let's look at. Since Boise State is the interest of most people first, then we'll then we'll fly back to uh, the, the whole college football scene. Let's talk about their schedule for a second. First, yeah. they're at Washington, and uh, you know they're fifteen point underdogs. What's your thoughts? So, as far as that game, I've got Boise State with an eighteen percent chance to win, and Washington with an eighty-two percent chance to win, and kind of expected margin of victory, Washington by fourteen. Okay, well, I, I, boy, I think that sounds really, really good. And so, uh, do you have these on all Boise State games? Those in and out? Oh, good. Okay, so second game, they play home against UCF. Now, UCF, what they're noted for, University of Central Florida, is speed. They're always one of the fastest teams in the country. And so, we're playing them at home. What do you, what are you thinking? I have that one pretty well even. I have Boise State with a fifty-one percent chance <laughs> wow. winning and. Uh, Central Florida with a 49% chance winning, and the predicted margin of victory is 0.3 points for Boise State. Boy, that's close. You got a close game, and I and I think you're right there. I hope because it's their first home game. I hope that uh, that happens. Then we play a pretty good North Dakota team, a Division uh, FCS team, and 
Pretty good team. What are you thinking about that? But they are FCS. I have Boise State by 25 points in that game. Oh, boy. So you've got them winning pretty handily. And then, we, then we're at San Diego State. Yep, at San Diego State. And I've got uh, Boise State with a 53% chance of winning that game. And San Diego State, 47% chance. Uh, Boise State predicted to win by one point. Okay, close one. We're a close one at San Diego State. Then a very big game for us at Memphis. Yeah, this this is a really big game. Yeah, because it uh, could be Tom, the teller of the... Because I actually have in my preseason team ratings, uh, the teams ahead of Boise State, other group of five teams, I have Tulane, SMU, and Memphis. And so okay. Memphis is just a little bit ahead of Boise State, so this could be a big win for the Broncos if they were to be able to pick it up. So right now on that game, I have Boise State with a 37% chance of winning. Memphis, a 63% chance of winning that game and projected Memphis to win by five points. Okay. Boy, I, I think you've got these things right on the nose. Uh, I hope you're wrong, but I hope <laughs> but I, I, I get where you're coming from. And then we play San Jose State at home, which was terrific last year, and they've got one of the top-rated quarterbacks uh, back. So what are you thinking about that game? Well, I think we missed when we missed the San Diego State. They're at San Diego State. Yes, they are. Before. Yep. Yeah, so I in the game at San Diego, I've got Boise State with oh, a I did miss that. Yeah. 53% chance of winning that game, and San Diego State with a 47% chance of winning that game, projected with Boise State winning by one point. Okay. Okay. Yeah, San Jose State at home. And then San Jose State at home, I've got Boise State with an 82% chance of winning that game, San Jose State with an 18% chance of winning that game, and I have the Broncos projected to win by 15 points. Okay. And at Colorado State, then we might go to that game, maybe. And then at Colorado State, I have Boise State with a 73% chance of winning that game, and Colorado State a 27% chance of winning that game. And Boise State predicted to win by 10 points. All righty. Then we're home against Wyoming. Home against Wyoming. I have Boise State uh, with a 74% chance of winning and Wyoming with a 26% chance of winning. And Boise State projected to win by 10 points. All right. Now we have another big one, one that we have to get some revenge on at Fresno State. For that game, I have Fresno State with a 59% chance of winning and Boise State with a 41% chance of winning, and Fresno State projected to win by three and a half points. Okay. And then we're home against New Mexico, which uh, they're predicted to be last in our conference in this magazine. For that game, I have Boise State with an 81% chance of winning and New Mexico with a 19% chance of winning. And Boise State is projected to win by 14 points. Okay. Oh, yeah, that closer than some would think. And at Utah State? For that game, I have I have uh, Boise State with a 65% chance of winning and Utah State with a 35% chance of winning and Boise State projected to win by six points. Okay. Well, I hope that happens. And final game is huge. It's home against Air Force which uh, in this magazine has Boise State 1, Air Force 2. Okay, for the Mountain Division yes. or the whole conference. The whole conference. The whole conference. Yep. 
So I have Boise State with a 59% chance of winning that game and Air Force with a 41% chance of winning that game. And Boise State projected to win by four points. Wow. Okay. Well, so that's interesting. So you have us really going uh, like nine and three or something like that, it looks like. Yeah. And so it should be a pretty good season in in most cases. Yes. Yeah, it would be. So do you think we have a, somebody that sticks out to you It's going to be a standout for Boise State that's just going to just rise above the cloud this year? I know that's a wild question. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about Rodney Robinson, the oh, yeah. defensive yeah. backfield. Yep. Uh, he led the team last year with three interceptions, and I expect him to make a bigger jump this year and really make an impact on the Bronco defense for the secondary. Have you heard anything about Sheldon Newton, the defensive tackle that uh, 6'3", 328, came from northern Arizona? I see that uh, this magazine has him as a top newcomer. I haven't even heard his name. I haven't haven't heard of that either. Yeah, Yeah. so I – yeah, this – of course, this is probably a month, month and a half old. So who knows if he's even – yeah, who knows. How he's doing at fall camp. Yeah, or if he's playing or if he got injured or what. Well, so we got about seven minutes uh, left, Eric. So let's talk a little bit about college football in general. You you probably got some interesting stats for us. I might just let you uh, uh, share some things with us that uh, might be interesting to the people. Sure. So I, I do have a kind of predicted order of finish for the Mountain West Conference. Good. I've got Boise State. Uh, number one, Air Force, number two, Fresno State, number three, San Diego State, number four, Wyoming, fifth, uh, UNLV, sixth, Utah State, seventh, San Jose State, eighth, Colorado State, ninth, uh, Nevada, tenth, Hawaii, eleventh, and New Mexico, twelfth. Boy, you have it really close. This magazine has it. Boise State, Air Force, Fresno State, San Diego State, Wyoming, Colorado State, San Jose State, Nevada, Utah State, Hawaii, UNLV 11, and New Mexico 12. So you have the UNLV in in an upper spot there. And there's a couple teams I want people to look out for here in the Mountain West this year. Um, In the preseason media poll, San Jose State was somewhere around fourth or fifth, and I had them eighth in my preseason ratings. And a big reason why is San Diego, or excuse me, San Jose State. Um, really relished in a positive turnover margin last year. They were plus 11 with turnovers. And um, studies have showed that turnovers are unpredictable. And from year to year, they're likely not repeatable. So they'll probably regress towards the mean, which is zero. So I expect San Jose State to not have as good of a year as they did last year. And then a team that I think is going to be an up-and-coming team this year that should have a lot better year than they did last year was Colorado State. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, they just they they moved the ball pretty decently, but they just couldn't punch it in when they needed to. And I expect, based on those numbers, that they should punch it in a little bit better this year. Mm. So when do you do all these analyses? I mean, you do you, you have everything down. Is this something you just do in your spare time at home? Or? Yeah, it's, it's just a hobby of mine. I yeah. just love to figure out some discrepancies and with the numbers and where where teams are you know going to be better. So do you have all sorts of graphs and such? I've got all sorts <laughs> of graphs. And something that I've really kind of taken to over the past couple of years is my football game analysis. And in that, I looked at all these statistics and 
college football games and wanted to know what three statistics described how the game was won the best. And I found that total yards, net rushing yards, and less turnovers explain 96% of the wins in college football. Wow. And if they won at least one of that or tied, it explained 99% of the wins. Unbelievable. That's Hey, so real quickly, don't you have a website that deals with some of the stuff? Yeah, I have a website. Probably the easiest way to find it is a Google search, and it's dunamis. You know, that's a biblical word for it? power, strength, and ability. Okay. D-U-N-A-M-I-S, and then win probabilities. So dunamis win probabilities through a Google search. The other option is the website is Dunamis Sports Ratings dot WordPress dot com. Dunamis Sports Ratings. You can probably find it by just Googling Dunamis, uh, Dunamis Sports Ratings. Or how about if they just Eric Hoytel or Dr. Eric Hoytel? Will they will that come up with some of that stuff? They might, but I found the best best way through Google is the Dunamis win probabilities. And if you see a D with a lightning bolt logo, then you found the right spot. Okay, go to that. And check that out, folks, because that I'm going to because that'd be interesting. Eh? glad to find out about it. So it's uh, so now now that we're down to believe me, believe it or not, two minutes and forty seconds left here. So why is Georgia? Why do you think Georgia is, is so highly predicted? Because they won the last two years, or what? They won the last two years. They have a lot of players returning. The only question mark is the quarterback position. I feel like once teams get up there. The way that college football is set up right now with the four-team playoff, it they're just set up for success like the next few years, yeah. and it just builds. Recruits come, you know, players get in the transfer portal, and they want to go to schools that play in the college football playoff. Okay, I got to ask you one other thing before we run out of time, and this is uh, going to be totally different from kind of all this, but it's okay. dealing with football. What is your take on the Idaho Vandals? Because our, we have a lot of Vandal listeners, and you know, I used to just despise the Vandals because I went to Boise State, and but now I I like them and I follow them because they're an Idaho school. I want to follow the Vandals and Idaho State, and I I root them all on. And I was really proud of what they did last year. So, what are you thinking this year? I think they're going to build on last year's success and continue to move up and do well this year in, in the uh, FCS level. I'm going to say go Vandals. Yeah, <laughs> I think aren't they rated in the top early? They poll? may be. Yeah, I think they might be. Uh, so I I hope they do well, and I'm just really rooting for them to to move forward in there. And I don't. I think Idaho State. There's not a whole lot to say about them at this point. I think they're still on a rebuilding. Yes, it appears in my estimation. But I yeah. still you got to go through the Montana schools when you play some of those teams. But I, Idaho State. I mean Idaho. The Vandals. Uh, yeah, they've got man. I like the way they look, and so, so you Vandal fans, hey, I haven't left you out, and I'm rooting for you too, and I'm wishing, hoping they win a national title. That'd be awesome. So, uh, anyway, well, Eric, you got 40 seconds here in closing. So I'd say the final thing is um, turnovers and football make a huge difference in how the game is won, uh, won or lost. But the thing about them is they're uh, unpredictable. I looked at the numbers, and so the team coming into the game that had a better turnover margin only won 56% of the time, yet teams that won the turnover battle, the only time that they they didn't win was like 18% of the time. 
Wow. So that the turnover battle is important. So that'll be important for Boise State and be important for those top 10 teams that yes. we, we laid out. Well, we'll see how we end up doing in this uh, – uh, battle, but hopefully, Eric, maybe mid mid season you come on again, and we can yeah, absolutely uh, see and maybe even change some of yeah. our thoughts and see what happens. But I sure appreciate you being a part of our show. No problem. And uh, this is our first football preview show that we've had. I think I just uh, just dedicated on another time other than my sports show, the times they give me. I mean, my regular show and the times they give me. But this is. Uh, this has been fun, and this has been College Football Preview with, uh, I'm your host, Tom Doherty, with uh, Dr. Eric Hoydle, and it's been fun having you, and Eric, thanks again. Hey, you're welcome. Folks, Lord bless you. Go out and have a great day, and support those Broncos and those Vandals. <laughs>